Well, you can listen on the background. Sugar Bar! We're tipping this from Sugar Bar in Palermo. I'm saying that I'm looking at this weekend brunch special. And I'm liking it. Pancake B.A. Cat. B.A. Cat. Lunch special. B.A. Cat. Brunch special. Hot girl. Sugar hamburger Brunch. special. Lunch special. Junkies. Dan Carling is the expat. Fernando Farias is the local. B.A. Cast, the Buenos Aires podcast. Episode 12, December 23, 2010. Okay, we thank Martin Frankel, Marty Hanna, and Keith Lang for making this possible. Today we'll have Frank Almeida from Sugar and Spice Cookies and Diva from Bitch Tours joining us to talk about nudity. And in connection with that, we've got some information about the BBC wanting to sue Tinelli, Marcelo Tinelli, you know, the Argentine TV host, for the erotic tone of his show. Maria Carra of Buenos Aires Foodies returns for a top five tease of Buenos Aires. And speaking of tease, the loss of mate approaches its end. And today our writer, John Brand, of Tea Travel Guy, don't be forgetting the Tea Travel Guy, makes a very important contribution. Subscribe to us, uh, as always, via iTunes or uh, contact arrobabacast.com. Uh, you can reach us at contact at bacast.com or via Facebook and now also via Twitter. By the way, if your Spanish still sucks as much as Ferris English does, remember <laughs> you've got uh, cheat sheets on our website. As always, go to bacast.com. They are at your disposal at www.bacast.com. You never have to say the www. Why do you always say that? Because it's uh, a waste of time. It's it's a brand marketing. This www is not your brand. Bacast is your brand. What about <coughs> this podcast is brought to you by Anuva Wines. A n u v a wines dot com. The laws, the laws of marketing. Blowing into the mate is strictly prohibited. Blowing into the mate is strictly prohibited. Prohibited. Don't do this at all. Not even as a joke. You'll be seen as an outright asshole. We pronounce H's in English. Asshole. Okay, you'll be seen as a pelotudo. Let me use my, my mother language to that. If you do that around Argentina. Prestigious cebadores know the exact point by the steam of the water. Prestigious cebadores know the exact point by the steam of the water. I, that's, that's bullshit. No, no, it's not bullshit at all. How could it be steaming if there's it's not... a tiny not, bit of steam. Yeah, there's a, there's a type like of... not the boiling steam. It's and <laughs> the intensity and the thickness of the steam true. is the sign for the right temperature of the mate if you're using a traditional pava or kettle. It's going to be like a Folgers commercial, but it's like when you're coming down from the Andes Mountains and the, the mist of the steam is just sort of dissipating from the highlands and you can just sort of see to the valley down below and then you know the mate is good to go. Don't say alcoholic beverage. Instead, say Escabio. Spanglish Playground. This week, the language section brings us a very useful phrase. A Gallego from Spain who brings us a, u- exactly. a very useful so, phrase. So we're off and we leave you in the good hands of Juan Man Linares from Barcelona. One of the first concepts I learned was lo atamos con alambre. Lo atamos con alambre. Literally, was, literally was that. I mean, we, we, we tie it up with string, basically. Yeah. Wire. Alambre is like uh, wire, yeah. We 
were probably setting up a party. I wanted to do something, and they told me they didn't have it. So I said, well, you know, maybe next time. And this time, no, no, we, we, could, we could fix it. You know, we could, we could find something, some way to, to do that. And then they, 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 they start talking about la con el hambre. And it's not really hard to understand from, from somebody who speaks Spanish. But then I kind of, since everybody was... So but you don't have this phrase in Spain? No, no. No, do you have an equivalent? No, we say chapuza. When, when you do something that it's kind of like uh, lo atamos con alambre, it's chapuza, but it's not uh, such a strong concept. Uh, right. Lo atamos con alambre, it's like is, we can <laughs> fix anything. Yeah, exactly. Which is it's a it's a motto. It's a way of life. Actually. Exactly. It's, yeah. It, we'll, we'll make do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll make do. Yeah. Lo atamos con alambre would be we'll make do. We'll make do. Well, it wouldn't exactly. I don't think it would exactly be we'll make do. It would be it would be we'll fix it. We'll deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we'll deal with we'll it, get over in, it not in the way we should be doing it. Of course. Without tools, without instruments, without money, without right. time. Uh, in the States, the, the running joke is, uh, you know, you can fix it all with duct tape. Duct tape fix, yeah. fixes everything. We MacGyverize it? Yeah, well, the, you wouldn't. I mean, we don't have a phrase that's equivalent because in the States, you do everything the right way. Watch out. Chamujeros chamujando. Chamujeros talking crap. Bullshitters chamujando. Ahora, chamujamos. Is it true that you cannot show your butt cheeks in California? On, you what, on TV or in public or, or, or in, pi in private? No, no, uh, like when you are on, like at the beach. Yeah, well, it re well you can't I mean, you can't do that in here. It's that would be nudity. Shut up! But no, you can use a thong. Or you can use yeah. a thong. Yeah, I think you but can that's use a not thong showing your ass. You, can you use a thong in the states on a beach? I like the other day somebody told me that I would get a fine. I don't know. We do we do have nude beaches for I know that, wearing that a would thong. Be a straight nude beach, you know. Yeah, but a thong is considered nudity. Naked ass is wearing it? a thong. Yeah, I know. I'm asking. Ass. In the U.S. Apparently, a naked ass. It's naked. Even though you have like this... Like a thong. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically in Argentina, that is not the case. Uh, it's not nudity. It's not nudity. No. I'm actually watching the primetime TV show of Teen Yeah, watch... Uh, it's not nudity. <laughs> no. That's why they're not closing it down. Right, because they have thongs. They have thongs and <laughs> the nipples are covered with paint. And that's how they do it. Ah. Mm -hmm. And all the diarieros in the, in the entire city have of just course. torn out yeah. you know, no. for whoever. So mm -hmm. it's like... I think, I think there's an interesting... Um, not not necessarily double standard, but Argentina strikes me as a pretty conservative society when it comes to exposing your body parts in public, especially like in like. What are you talking about? You ha you, you get fined so. for wearing a thong in California? I thought California was like no, I don't West think so. Coast. Like yeah. everybody's no, smoking joints, and I don't think so. Everybody's a surfer. But I, I mean, in comparison to Europe, for example, it just Here. wouldn't happen. Yeah. I think it's very similar to um, what you guys touched on in your last show with the alcohol. As mentioned on episode 8, an orgy in Parque Las Heras that you can download from BACAS.com. Where they don't really drink alcohol here, but when they do, like, uh, they tend to be bad drunks if they get drunk. And if you have some nudity, they, get, they tend to overreact to the nudity. Right. Like you guys said, there was a nudist, there was a nudist beach and people are, you know, yeah, going with binoculars. binoculars yeah. But you said something like people here, if you go sunbathe on a nude beach, like there will be guys with binoculars. I mean, that happened to me in the States. Really? No, I, yes. well. I, I mentioned really? that on show number eight. Right. But you say that happens in the U.S. as well. Yeah. At least it happened to me. Mm. Wow. Can Which you, beach did you go to? Uh, you? It was... Um, 
in Texas. Ah, okay. Ah. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't been to Texas, but those Neanderthals. The, 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 the <laughs> PA cast. PA cast. PA cast. And it turns out that the BBC is planning to sue Marcelo Tinelli for his take on the strictly cam dancing show of the BBC that is licensed to be done here in Argentina under the name Bailando por un Sueño, Dancing for a Dream that, by the way, is the most popular prime-time TV show in the country. Let's see what happens when someone from the Northern Hemisphere watches a Tinelli video for the first time. Strictly Dancing Argentina, commented by a censor. Aerosmith Crazy. Up, oh, girl bending over a desk, offensive... The setting girl, is girl dressed in provocative out, outfit, offensive, and the guy is the cleaner. Girls, girls, uh, the guy's a janitor with a giant stick that he's holding between his legs, and the girl is starting to do a striptease and laying her hair down. Yeah, see, this is not dancing. What? What do you mean? <laughs> they are dancing. I mean, this is choreographed. This is how you, you you can't imagine how long they went. He's grabbing her crotch and tearing off her. <laughs> And she's grabbing her crotch, and then he grabs her crotch. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is pornographic. What she's got mean? a G-string on. That's fine. It's not pornographic necessarily, but the fact that he's grabbing her crotch all the time is a little, <laughs> little much, you know. For and she's doggy style now. <laughs> and he's do- oh my god, oh my god! You've got to be kidding me. He just totally doggy styled her in the middle of a dance. That's how you dance in Argentina. Wow! All the kids with their parents at the dinner table. No, no, that's, that's she's now basically naked. Okay, <laughs> and they're not doggy styling anymore, but she's basically naked. And now he's eating her out. That's great. This is such. Oh my god! She just mounted his face. She just mounted his face. <laughs> my wife's gonna get angry that I'm watching this. Why? I can't I mean, believe it. And this is on. Okay, now the, he's the most stripping. popular, the most popular show on in Argentina, and obviously the close. And he, she's mounting his face again. <laughs> oh my God, this is so. I mean, I'm not going to say that this is offensive, but this is not dancing. This is just sad. No, she's she's topless now, and she's got her legs spread wide open. And he's doing her and licking her tits. On, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Do you think the BBC was right to be pissed? <laughs> well, the fact that they the fact that Zinelli <laughs> licensed the show from the BBC means that he has to abide by whatever his contract was under the license. The, what I just watched was sex. Now, simply they, they no, were, simply they, put it was sex to me. They, they were faking. They it. were it was, naked, fair. It was art. No, naked is naked. No clothes. You see the the people how uh, as the person so he was born. He wasn't licking her tits. He wasn't licking her naked tits. Yeah, well, that's but, but you couldn't I'm see. I'm not them. saying there's anything it wrong with part, that. I don't care about was, that. But the fact part, is that they it, licensed a show that was a show about dancing. They well, were not but dancing. I mean, but the, uh, what, why are the are BBC? You, you're honestly gonna look me in the face right now and saying they were dancing? You're just you're bullshitting right now. They were dancing. Total bullshit. Tinelli, Tinelli is a freak show. He has no reason to be on TV. He he is what makes society more dumb. But I want to see it again. VA Cast, the, the, the Buenos Aires podcast. Entraste a la fiesta como subiéndote a un yate con el sombrero estratégicamente puesto sobre los ojos tu 
banda era color damasco con un ojo en el espejo para mirarte a vos mismo bailar y toda la mina sueñan que son tu mina sueñan que son tu mina pero sos tan vanidoso Seguramente pensás que esta canción es sobre vos Sos tan agrandado Seguramente pensás que esta canción es sobre vos O me vas a decir que no, o no B.A. Cast B.A. Cast Top 5 T's Not t Or T's T's? T's? Some people say T's T's I heard that Puesto número 5 José Teas. José es a local brand and they're basically dedicated to organic teas. They highlight all kinds of local flavors such as rosa mosqueta, which is a flower that can be infused into a tea. They also have the mate cocido, which is the infusion or cup tea form of our mate. Our the boring things. way of drinking mate. There you go. The boring <laughs> way of drinking mate. That's another way to look at it, Fed. Absolutely. <laughs> or the hygienic way of drinking mate. Either way. <laughs> Puesto número cuatro. Number four is the tea made at Chez Pauline. Chez Pauline is actually a tea house in Recoleta. It's run by a lovely lady and it's a great place to go sample teas. They have tea tastings all the time. Many of their selections are imported from France. So you get, you know, the Bouquet de Provence and things that are very hard again, to come by. Again, please, that French pronunciation. Bouquet de Provence. Puesto número tres. Sugar and Spice. Sugar and Spice is our favorite sort of cooking brand. Oh, my brand God, we love Frank so much. We do, we do. Oh, we my God, Frank. he's great. Very Except it. for his insistence with variety. They now have a selection of teas. These are really, really great imported teas. And what I really like about it is that Frank is selling it loose leaf. So once you buy your tea tin... You can always go to Sugar and Spice at Guatemala or at Dot Bites and you can refill your tin. So plug, plug, plug. I think Frank owes you some cookies. He does. Yes, <laughs> I will always work for cookies. Puesto no. Puesto no. Jesus Christ. Un, dos, tres. Puesto número dos. Puesto número dos is Intisen. This is a commercial brand, but it's definitely a gourmet tea. Um, Indisen was one of the first ones to come out with different kinds of blends and to make it commercial. One of my favorites is their chai tea. They were one of the first brands to introduce chai to Argentina. But then they also to introduce what? Chai. chai tea. Chai no. is a ah, chai. doesn't know what chai is. It's an Indian tea, ah, which okay, is okay. a blend of cardamom and cinnamon and black tea, and it's very, very delicious, and it's usually drunk with a little bit of milk in it. Never <laughs> heard of that South of Rivadavia. So, yeah, so they're a great, exactly. South of Rivadavia. What, Bife de Lomo? You haven't even heard of Bife de Lomo. No Bife de Lomo, South of Rivadavia. None of those uh, yeah, parts of, of beef. We, churr we churrasco it everything. Yeah, exactly. We churrasco it everything. ¿Un costillar? ¿Un costillar? ¿Qué? ¿Cómo será? Y el puesto número uno. Puesto número uno is definitely Teelosophy. At the hands of Inés Bartón, she's sort of our local tea giant. She has this boutique sort of tea brand where she basically can custom make a tea specifically for you. Is she is the one that's considered una nariz, a nose yes. of tea? Yes. An expert in exactly. detecting tea? Exactly. I know some stuff. You some know? North of Rivadavia stuff. That's impressive. <laughs> the expats of Buenos Aires have their say. This is the expat chat. Marty Hanna. I've been here for probably four and a half years. I'm 
from Miami. I'm the owner of Sugar Bar in Palermo. What is it? Palermo Soho we're in, right? Yeah. Or Viejo. I get confused. Always. I, don't I never Viejo know. includes both. It includes both. Soho and, okay. and, and Hollywood. I live in Palermo, Staten Island. Which is where I live, right? Isn't that where I live? You live in Palermo, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Hamptons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That would be the Buenos Aires neighborhood of Las Cañitas. No, so I didn't speak any Spanish when I got here. Um, I had an Argentinian girlfriend. That's actually how I learned Spanish. Ah. Yeah. So I speak like a... Um, and he's I upgraded. Like he's upgraded. I speak like a, like a girl from, uh, you know... <laughs> from San Isidro. Yeah. San Isidro. Like tipo. Tipo. Tipo, yeah. tipo esto. Sí. Gordo. That sort of... Yeah, exactly. Um, we went to like a... It was like a birthday party of some, some one of the family members. It was like my first like... Like asado birthday party, like that goes until like six in the morning, and even like the old people are just sitting there drinking and smoking cigarettes all night. Um, and I felt like a loser because I couldn't hang with like these seventy-year-old. <laughs> I was starving, and I didn't. And like I, I would just try to make, you know, my. Uh, I think my girlfriend had walked away. I was hungry. I was sitting next to her mother, and her mother, I think, had been like uh, widowed for like a long time. But they were always trying to set her up with guys. She was kind of like one of these older ladies who's kind of like always flirts with like, younger guys. Um, basically, they didn't try to set it up with you. No, no, no. But I go to her. <laughs> I go to her in my horrible, like my at that time. My, obviously, my Spanish is better now. But I'll do my I'll do my Shanky impersonation. Okay. I'll do impersonation of myself four years ago. Hola, habla I go. English. I go. Uh, tenes hombre. Tenes hombre. Oh no. Ooh. And she and she no. looked at me, and I had no wow. idea. I was like, That's and a good um, one. I, I forgot like what that. she said to me, but it was like, oh, she almost. It was like half she was taking like, offense. Let's fucking or go she didn't know right I was now. Being serious. She had no yeah, idea. Yeah, no, she was on. ready for you, man. She oh. was so ready. <laughs> <laughs> things, I guarantee. Things got weird. It got awkward in the moment. I was just like, I don't, I don't. I didn't know what I did wrong. You know what I mean? So. This stopped you. I mean, this stopped the gato. Eh? No, it does. This, this stops. This, this stops, stops my the story. Hold on. My th- here it gets worse. The typical. I had so my girlfriend was like a typical like he's steady go. Right? Oh, okay. <laughs> and she almost like was almost jealous. Oh, God. Even though she knew that I was an idiot and I just didn't speak Spanish properly. <laughs> she was like, almost like, what? Wait, were you hitting you on my hitting mom? Are you hitting my mom? B-A-Cast. The Buenos Aires Podcast. Next week, we'll have the last law of mate, singular, and we'll farewell to 2010 in the most galactic of ways. True sense for this week is for ladies, strictly for ladies, and it's in connection with an Argentine tradition. It's customary to give a present to someone, like a, a friend mainly, or a sister-in-law, a pink panties, or la bombacha rosa, of any kind, including thongs, that have to be worn on Christmas Eve, or noche buena, for good luck. A little piece of warning to you, gentlemen, don't try to impress your Argentine girlfriend by making this present, because somehow it's not appropriate for men to get involved with this tradition that is strictly for and between females. By the way, you all know that in Argentina, nobody gives a damn about Christmas Day on the 25th. The key is Noche Buena on the night of the 24th. Exactly when midnight hits, everyone goes apeshit and you'll see fireworks all over the city. It's like the 4th of July times about a thousand. And the chow tune. The story of Luca Prodan is a very Argentine one. He was born in Rome to an upper-class family that sent him to Scotland for an education. As a young adult, he attempted to flee his addiction to heroin moving to Argentina, where that drug wasn't available in the early 80s. Uh, he founded Sumo, a band that became legendary, widely credited with bringing reggae to Argentina and maybe heroin also. After his death of uh, cirrhosis, he became an icon of Argentine rock. However, this is not reggae, but a punky, insane, trilingual version of Silent Night. Feliz Navidad. Felices fiestas. Merry 
Xmas. Einsam war nur der Hexen. 